The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today, we're going to be discussing characters that were omitted from the films. I feel like you can't really criticize the Harry Potter films that much. Unless the filmmakers decided to convert the films into a TV series and devote 20 hours to each book, there isn't really anything they could do to make these amazing movies any better. It's never an easy feat to translate novels to the silver screen, but somehow, Harry Potter successfully pulled it off. But in the process, the filmmakers were forced to shave a few of our favorite characters from the final scripts. And even though they had their reasons for doing so, I can't help but feel that something is missing without these incredible wizards and witches. So today, we're going to take a look at some of the characters who failed to make the jump to the big screen and what they added to the Harry Potter mythos. 1. Ludo Bagman Ludo Bagman was quite the celebrity in the wizarding world. As a former star beater for the English national Quidditch team, most wizards and witches revered Bagman as a national hero, and after Bagman retired from the sport, he would need all of that public goodwill to find a job. Because Bagman wasn't very bright, and actually was a bit of a degenerate gambler. Although he was once accused of being aligned with Death Eaters, his celebrity status was more than enough to sway the courts in his favor. Ludo not only was cleared of all charges, he continued to climb the ladder of the Ministry of Magic and was a department head before he was forced to go into hiding. His gambling debts had caught up to him and he was wanted by the goblins for failing to make his payments. Bagman came to know Harry well during the Triwizard Tournament. Living up to his reputation as an affable buffoon, Bagman didn't hesitate to give Potter illegal assistance in order to help the wizard win. 2. Charlie Weasley Charlie Weasley was the second oldest Weasley child. Like his older sibling, Bill, Charlie left Hogwarts soon after graduating and took off for abroad. His love for magical creatures led him to specialize in the study of dragons, and he soon found himself in Romania dedicated to the protection and preservation of the winged beasts. Eventually, he interacted with Harry Potter's peers and mentors during the young wizard's time at Hogwarts. When Hagrid took care of a young dragon named Norbert, Norberta, he realized that the animal was far too dangerous to be kept on the grounds. So he contacted Ron's older brother and sent Norberta away. Years later, during the height of the Second Wizarding War, Charlie Weasley arrived at the Battle of Hogwarts with a contingent of international wizards and helped turn the tides and defeat Voldemort. 3. Peeves Like nearly headless Nick, Peeves was another ancient spirit that haunted the halls of Hogwarts. But unlike Nick, who was a benevolent being, Peeves was much more mischievous. He regularly harassed the students of all years and would play pranks on both pupils and teachers. The groundskeeper of Hogwarts, Argus Filch, hated Peeves the most. Their battles would rage throughout Filch's time at the school. Even though the old janitor regularly asked Albus Dumbledore to kick Peeves off of the campus, Dumbledore refused. In the end, during the Battle of Hogwarts, Filch eventually came to Peeves for help, and together they joined the fight against the Death Eaters. 4. Frank and Alice Longbottom 
Frank and Alice Longbottom were the father and mother of Neville Longbottom, and two of the most important auras during the First Wizarding War. It was during their tenure at the Ministry of Magic that many of Lord Voldemort's most important Death Eaters were apprehended and brought to justice. In the aftermath of Professor Trelawney's famous prophecy, Frank and Alice's only son, Neville, was deemed as one of the two children who could have fulfilled it. Shortly after, a group of Death Eaters, led by Bellatrix Lestrange, apprehended Frank and Alice, and tortured them so much that they were permanently mentally incapacitated. They spent the rest of their days in a care facility within Mungo's Hospital for Magical Maladies and Injuries, and the burden of their fates led their son to his heroic service during the Battle of Hogwarts. 5. Winky Winky was one of the many house elves that Harry Potter came to know during his time at Hogwarts. While most remember the Malfoy's elf, Dobby, and the Black family servant, Creature, you might have forgotten about Winky. She served the Crouches before she was eventually let go and given a job at Hogwarts. In the very final confrontation between Harry Potter and Voldemort, Winky was one of the elves who fought alongside Dumbledore's army and the new Order of the Phoenix. 6. The Gaunts The Gaunts were once a pure-blood family as celebrated as the Crouchers or Malfoys, but by the 20th century, the Gaunts' paranoia about other families' pure-blood status had led them to interbreed for generations. The end result was a final generation of Gaunts that were mentally deficient, broke, and plagued with melancholy. One of them, a girl named Merope, decided to break the tradition that her family had started, and instead of marrying a pureblood from her gene pool, she seduced a muggle named Tom Riddle. Together, they conceived a son, but after Merope released Tom from her spell, the man abandoned her. The subsequent months were filled with even more tragedy, and all of this eventually molded her child into the future dark wizard, Lord Voldemort. 7. Andromeda and Ted Tonks Andromeda and Ted Tonks were the parents of Nymphadora Tonks, the wife of Remus Lupin, and a member of the Order of the Phoenix. Andromeda and Ted weren't just any old witch and wizard, but were actually part of the Black family, and through them related to the Malfoys, Weasleys, the Strangers, and even Tom Riddle. The Blacks were a pure-blood family, so when Andromeda announced her plans to marry Ted, a wizard with muggle heritage, she was blasted off the family portrait and outcast. 8. Dennis Creevy Dennis Creevy was the younger brother of Colin Creevy, and a student several years younger than Harry Potter. Dennis, during his time at Hogwarts, definitely played the part of younger sibling to all the members of Dumbledore's army, and often ended up in situations where he needed to be saved. By the time Lord Voldemort's Death Eaters escalated conflicts and officially began the Second Wizarding War, Dennis would only have a short time with his brother. During the Battle of Hogwarts, Colin, who was still a teenager at the time, was killed in the bloody fight, leaving Dennis alone to survive him. 9. Phineas Black Phineas Black was one of Sirius Black's ancestors, and a member of the Black family who propagated its proud, pure-blood traditions. During his time in the early 20th century, Phineas became quite an accomplished sorcerer, and eventually earned the seat of headmaster at Hogwarts, one of the few Slytherin to do so, although as headmaster, he was hardly beloved. 
many of the students despised Phineas for his cold, boring educational philosophy. But in later years, Phineas actually proved to be an asset. When his far more progressive-minded successor, Albus Dumbledore, sought advice, the portrait of Phineas Black often offered it, although whether or not Dumbledore followed it was a different matter. And later, while on the hunt for Horcruxes, Phineas's portrait helped Harry Potter and his friends by accident, as he reported their whereabouts to Severus Snape, who secretly aided them. 10. Augusta Longbottom Augusta Longbottom was Neville Longbottom's grandmother and his guardian in the years that followed the unfortunate attack on his parents. Although Augusta has a brief moment in the first Harry Potter film, she was never seen again, except for some cutscenes from The Deathly Hallows Part 2. Although Augusta cared more about Neville than the Dursleys did about Harry, she was still quite a tough nut to crack. She regularly criticized Neville's choices, and even publicly shamed him for his lack of achievements. It wasn't until Neville became a hero of Gryffindor that she eventually recognized his merits as a wizard. 11. Carcass Carcass was a humongous, terrifying giant and the predecessor of Golgamath, the giant who served in Voldemort's army. For a brief time, Carcass was the leader of the giants, a position that was known as Gurg. While acting as Gurg, Carcass didn't do much. The title was his because he had won it in battle, or because he was so terrifyingly large that nobody dared fight him for it. As Gurg, Carcass wasn't obligated to work, so he spent his days resting within a lake, waiting for his fellow giants to serve him meal after meal. Once, during the events that led to the Second Wizarding War, Dumbledore and Hagrid ventured to Carcass to win his support. Over the days that followed, it seemed like Carcass would be willing to align himself with the Order of the Phoenix and fight against Lord Voldemort. But in a sudden twist of events, Carcass's rival, a giant named Golgamath, decapitated him, took his rank, and swore his allegiance to the Death Eaters. 12. Teddy Lupin Teddy Lupin was the orphan son of Tonks and Remus. After the Battle of Hogwarts, both of his parents were slain by the invading Death Eater army, leaving Lupin without any parents. In the years that followed, his surviving grandmother, Andromeda, raised him, but she had help. Before their death, Tonks and Remus named Harry Potter as Teddy's godfather, and throughout his childhood, Potter tried to fulfill the role to the best of his ability. And that's it for this video. If you enjoy the content, please like the video and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, remember, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live.